Hi there. Welcome to the Animal Rescue League of Burst County's podcast series. I am your host, Beth Ireland. I have a great story today about the lengths that the staff at the Animal Rescue League of Burst County goes to to rescue animals. So joining me to tell the story are um, Kennel Tech Brooke. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Beth. And Kennel Team Leader Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Beth. Hi. All right. So we're going to tell the story of Tucker the Cat, right? Yeah. All right. So I'll start... New girls fill in, if Jamie can stop laughing. Um, on June 30th, there was an unfortunate car accident um, on the bridge at 422 and 222 over there, kind of like in the West Lawn Y missing area. And there was a cat in the car, and the cat got out of the car, and um, the people were on their way home to Harrisburg. They didn't think they were going to see their cat again. Um, but luckily, they had the cat microchipped, and they filed lost reports um, here at the ARL. So, Brooke, fast forward. That was June 30th. Fast forward to August 19th. You get a phone call saying what? Um, there was a cat under the bridge. Her son had found it the day before she called me, and the cat was still there the next day. They called the fire department and the police, and nobody would help. How did they even... If, okay, so if... They, if those people were walking under that bridge, that's a pretty tall bridge. So how did anybody even see it or hear it? Uh, they heard it. They heard it. It was meowing really loud. All right. So they called us to come rescue the cat. Right. Um, and you went out with Jamie the first time or with Harry? Harry the first time. Okay. So Brooke and Harry, you guys go out to assess the situation. What happens? Do you see the cat? Yeah, we could see the cat from the road. Um, it, was on, it was on the cement slab rubbing on the beams. Uh, he... Put two poles together, made a really long net, and went up top, on the top of the bridge looking down, but the cat was afraid of the net and kept backing up, would not come close to us anymore. Okay, so Harry is on the overpass, hanging over it, with a very long catch pole, and the cat is afraid of the pole. Yes. So, no success in catching the cat. Not even close. So, what'd you guys do? So, um, a police officer pulled up behind us, because we were in the middle of the road, um, and he saw us struggling to get the cat, and um, he called the fire department. And the fire department came, put the bucket up, and they couldn't get the cat. The cat had actually ran to the other side of the bridge, and was sitting over there didn't want to come close at all. I think the fire truck made it worse, made him more scared. All right, so you guys set a trap. Yes. We left um, to go get traps, and that's when we called Jamie. To have a third person to help. So, Jamie, you go over with a trap. Right. I rode over with them. Um, we brought... We brought... Was it two? Two, two smaller traps to, to set. And, uh, and when we say traps, these are humane traps. Yes. They don't hurt the animal. Nope. Um, and probably in this case, it actually provided the animal with some much-desired food. Yes. So we put the food in the trap, and then we set the trap. As soon as the animal walks in, the trap snaps, mm-hmm. and the, we can then pick it up. So did we get a call, or did you guys go out and check the next day? Or um, how did we know we got the cat? Harry went out. We set the traps, and we tied, because of how small the ledge was on the bridge, we actually tied a rope um, to the top of the trap to the bridge, to the guardrail. So if the cat went in and got scared, it, he wouldn't throw himself over the ledge onto the highway. Um, So we tied ropes up there, and then Harry went back that night, and then the 20th um, of August, that morning, 
and the cat was actually sitting next to both the traps. One <laughs> trap in the morning when he checked, and the night before was the other trap. Just sitting next to them, looking up. So, you guys go back on the 20th. The cat is not in a trap. Nope. So ha- Okay, so then what happens? That afternoon, the cat must have gotten hungry and figured out, to get the food, you have to go in the trap. <laughs> and um, got himself in the trap on the first side of the bridge we saw him on. All right, so you girls both went out that day. No. Brooke, Harry. you went back out with Harry. Okay, so um, did how did you actually get to the trap? Did the fire company come back out? No. Um, from the top of the bridge where we had it tied to the guardrail, we just pulled the rope up with the cat in the trap and took it over into the van and took the rope off. And So at this point, did you know that the cat had been missing or you just knew that this was a cat that needed to be rescued. Okay. So what was the condition of the cat? It had been up there for over a month, presumably without much food or water. He had, um, pigeon feathers stuck in his hair from the pigeons under the bridge (laughs) and he was pretty skinny, but I'd say he was in pretty good shape for being under there for as long as he was. Right. Um, besides obviously he was dehydrated. You could see, um, and being underweight, but... Alright, so you guys get him back to the shelter. The first thing we do, I think, at intake is scan him for a microchip. Mm-hmm. And you find one. How often do you think that happens when we get an animal in? How many... Like, what percentage of the time are they actually microchipped? It's a tough one. Um... The girls are looking like not many, is the answer. <laughs> yeah, maybe 25%. <laughs> About not, a qu- not enough. About a quarter of the time. So let's time out from the story and talk about what's the difference between an animal that comes in here that's microchipped and one that's not. What happens if it's microchipped? It's a lot easier to find the owner. You scan it, find the microchip, and you call the microchip company and the owner information's right there. So if your pet is microchipped and if it gets lost and if it shows up at the Animal Rescue League, we can have you reunited with your pet, honestly, in a matter of minutes, depending on the time of day that the animal comes Mm -hmm. in. If the animal is not microchipped, what do we do? Uh, Check loss reports. Um, Microchipping is a lot better because you can't mistake uh, a microchip. Something you might call gray with white spots I might say is brownish right. with mostly white on its chest, but besides that, it's, so it's, you know what I mean. Lost reports get in, interpreted and misinterpreted, right. you know, even with everyone's best intentions. So truly, the best way to make sure that if your animal gets lost, that you get it back, is to microchip it. Right. Um, microchipping is pretty cheap. It's 25 or 35 bucks at most, vet, most vets. You often find um, clinics. Um, if your animal comes here as a stray, it is also a service that we will offer to you when you come to pick it up. So we can't stress that enough. So in the case of this cat that had been missing for um, about a month and a half, because it was microchipped and we had a lost report, there was no question. Right. So now I know Michelle, who is our cat room team leader, was the one that got to place the call. So And she's not with us today. Um, but those people made it here from Harrisburg. What time did you guys get back, do you think? I mean, it was that afternoon. Yeah, probably around 3, 30, 4 o'clock. And those, um, the owners of the cat got the message and were here about 6 o'clock that evening. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty incredible that 
they saw their cat. I mean, they, it sounded to me like they had pretty much written off ever seeing the cat again. So mm-hmm. good for them for having it microchipped. Good for them for filing a loss report. Um, good to you girls and to Harry for going above and beyond the, the call of duty um, and truly bringing the rescue to the Animal Rescue League. So um, we're going to post some pictures of Tucker the cat and his uh, being reunited with his owners on our website, which you can check out at www.berksarl.org. Um, Jamie and Brooke are going to join me for our very next podcast as well. So we'll say goodbye for now, um, but we'll be back next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs>